listen to. That was the Enfields with She Already Has Somebody put out by Richie Records in 1966 on a single. It's a nice gray rainy old day here in Prague. I guess that means it's a good day for a radio show. I suppose. I don't know. Do I have a choice? I guess I do. Um, so what I have for you today, kind of the usual stuff, the, the Alpha Strategy crew are, uh, up to other things, namely involving drinking at various locations for, uh, specific functions that I won't get into the details of, but are, uh, all legal, I'll say that anyway. Um, 
So yeah, I'll just be here kicking around for the next two hours. And uh, Zach's going to be by with I'm Allowed. I'm going to turn that down a bit. Maybe that's too much. Yeah, Zach's going to be by with I'm Allowed around uh, halfway through the show. So in about an hour's time. And we got a whole set of songs that follows the theme that I had for a set in the very first show, which was called the You're Never Going to Make It in Show Business set. But this time it's the You're Never Going to Make It in Show Business set two country edition. And that's going to follow just after I talk to Mr. Coons. Um, Might have some rubes from Reddit stories to share with you in a little while too, depending on, on my mood and time allocations and that stuff, which is something I mentioned last week. I'd like to make it a recurring segment on the show, but it depends on if I can find sufficient quality or material of a sufficient quality. The key being the time to sift through all the crap on Reddit more so than the availability of it. It's out there, but you know, you just got to go through so much junk to find something worth reading out for five minutes. All right, well, yeah, I'll move on to stuff that falls outside of the aforementioned categories, particularly unusual music from, I don't know, the past 50 or 60 years. So we'll start with No Sister, This Is My New Career, which I think is a particularly unusual song, but very charming in its composition and songwriting. So here it is, My New Career, from their EP Influence that was put out last year.
A yellow fruit. Orange. Yeah. Uh, you looked at me. I took your hand. We drew closer with me. Cross the floor doing Rocky Mountain Blues. Or Rocky Mountain Blues. I knew we get away in Rocky Mountain Blues. Rocking around. Rocking, rocking, rocking out the blues. Rocking out the blues. You boy, baby. Marky is Rocking out, rocking out the blues. 
Yeah. Postcards. The song is Hunting Season. Comes from their album, The Good Sho- <laughs> The Good Soldier. Okay, now I can talk properly, I hope. Uh, that was put out this year by T3. Then we heard Sediment Club Shadow Soon from the album Stucco Thieves put out by Wharf Cat in 2018. Then the musical Lynn Twins with Rockin' Out the Blues. That's a real wild one. From 1958, that was put out by Blue Feather on a single. Then there was Milk Tooth of Ukraine. The song was Easy Quarantine Edit. And that was just put out, or at least the video came out the other day. I don't know if the song was around much longer than that. But I would say without hesitation, that is one of the best things I've ever heard from Ukraine. And I'll be interested to see what else Milk Tooth get up to. I don't think they have a Bandcamp page right now. I just found that on YouTube and seen it in a Facebook feed. That's that's how I caught wind of them, yeah. Uh, and to start No Sister, My New Career from Influence, which they put out last year. So I'm going to play something by SPK next. They're under the alias of Solipsic, the one single they put out under that name, which didn't involve Graham Ravel, who was on everything else SPK put out. And this is chamber music. There was an alternate version, or I guess maybe this is the alternate version, depending on how you look at it. Uh, but anyway, yeah, another version of this song came out as part of the Leash and Shry LP. But I think this one's a lot better. This one's really over the top. And the one on the album is uh, a little more subdued, which doesn't really match with the, the theme of that album all that well. It's, it's actually just kind of boring compared to this one. This was on, uh, yeah, as I mentioned, a single. It was called Seesaw, put out by M Squared in Australia in 1981. And I guess, yeah, uh, it was Neil Hill and Margaret Hill who were largely responsible for this, along with uh, some of their friends at the time. And this was, again, the only thing they'd ever put out under this incarnation. Uh, A couple years afterwards, both Neil and Margaret died within a day or so of each other. He killed himself, and she died from complications of anorexia. So, unfortunate. And actually, Neil, before he died, or before he committed suicide, he destroyed all of the tapes of other recordings that they had done together. So this is probably the only thing aside from the other side of the single and uh, and, uh, one song called Zombod that exists of that whole lineup which I I think is the superior SPK configuration but oh well at least we got this here it is chamber music
the hammering out there who's got a hammer where is it where's the hammer is it on the go up on the other floor somebody go up there and stop the hammering stop the hammering call fucking phil griffin i don't care who the fuck you have to call stop the hammering empty out the goddamn control room and find out where this is going on it's either there or there or out there somewhere fucking out of control shit
That was West Coast with Rush from an album that's self-titled. They put that out in 2019 through Luxury Records. Then there was the fabulous Fraulines with Days Gone By from a single, which was released in 1967 by Onyx. And... The George Arana Trio before that. The song was Days. They put that out a few weeks back. The album or EP, I don't know what you'd call it, somewhere in between, is called Hyena. Then there was Parlor Walls, Neuromancer from EXO, which Northern Spy put out in 2018, and to start Solipsic, SPK, Chamber Music, from the Seesaw 7-inch. What do we got coming up? We got more songs on the way. We got Zach at uh, about 17 minutes from now. I don't know what he has in store for us, but he just sent me a really impressive picture of him and our pal Bob Hat in the mud. And both of them are quite muddy. It's going to be the cover art for an album that the guys are putting out today actually so maybe maybe zach will have some more information on that for us when we talk to him or when i talk to him you're not going to talk to him but when i talk to him in 16 minutes or so from now and then there's the old you're never going to make it in show business set two country edition after that and we'll see we'll see what else we got we got some music i can guarantee you that much and uh not to keep us from the music any longer i'm gonna play the undertaker's theme by dr t and the undertakers next as released by target records in 1966 
That was These Immortal Souls Up on the Roof, found on the 1992 album I'm Never Gonna Die Again, put out by Mute Records. And then there was Riel, uh, Monterey was the song. They put that out as a single in 2017. Then it was The Phantom, Love Me, which was recorded originally in 1958, but wasn't put out until 1960. That was issued as a single by Dot. I think that's pretty wild for 1958. It's still pretty wild for right now. Uh, What else? Wombo before that. Sad World from their album Blossom Looks Down Upon Us, which was released this year through Sophomore Lounge. And to start, Dr. T and the Undertaker's Undertaker's Theme from a Target Records single, which appeared in 1966. So, yeah, I haven't had much luck yet on something worthwhile to read out from Reddit. Maybe I should just give up on that idea. I don't know. Maybe I'm the rube on Reddit right now. But I did want to pass along something that I thought was hilarious. I won't mention the exact context of where this question was proposed. And it wasn't proposed to me because I wouldn't know how to answer it in a polite way. But somebody in a certain context did ask, is it possible to eliminate COVID-19, the virus, with radio frequency? This virus was generated by bats, very sensitive to sounds and wave frequencies. So yeah, that's how it works, right? Bats generate the virus, and then we should be able to destroy it by means of radio frequency and or sound. Pretty well sums it up. Uh, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see what Zach has to say on that. I think it's about time to give him a call right now. I hope I keep my mailman called Mr. Mac away from Zach. Howdy there, cow poke. How are you? Hey there, buckaroo. Oh, I don't know. I'm I'm not too bad. I I could be better. Could be worse. But I'm <laughs> I'm hanging in there. How about you? I you know what? I'm doing really good. I slept like a prince last night. I haven't been sleeping very good at all lately. I've been uh, sleeping kind of like a sleeping like kind of like a World War One soldier, like in shifts, you know, just like I'll sleep for three or four hours and I'll wake up for four or five hours and I'll sleep for three. But last night I uh, I did that a little bit. I slept from like 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. And then I, when I got up at 6 a.m., I, I slept all the way through to about half an hour ago. It's pretty respectable. So I'm, yeah, I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty darn well rested. I, I, yeah, I haven't really, I've been feeling pretty groggy and, uh, deranged here lately well i still feel a little deranged today but not not groggy though it's like it's it's very fresh deranged <laughs> yeah there's different degrees of deranged certainly but, yeah i don't want to I, I like to feel deranged but i don't like to feel i don't like to feel groggy and i know i especially don't like to feel groggy deranged that's a really bad combo yeah you want a nice energetic derangement thing going on that's right you're yeah that's when you're able to really follow through with any kind of Arranged ideas you get if you're all 
wore out, you're just you're just uh, you know you're not able to really accomplish anything of, of note. And the only thing I the only other things I really want to accomplish is uh, things that I'm thinking about when I'm deranged. That pretty much up the only an interesting point. Do you get when you're like dozing off in a night? Just before that, start thinking up really wacky things, ideas, and like stuff to get up to. That happens to me a lot. And when I, if I actually do remember any of them, which is not all that often, a lot of the time they they don't really seem like great ideas after all. But it it's always just really kind of like <laughs> disjointed, weird. You know, I'm gonna try this or that, and yeah, uh, I I very rarely follow through on it. But sometimes there there is gold amongst the lead. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I have this thing, I do this thing uh, before I go to sleep, almost always before I go to sleep, it's called hypnagogia, I think that's how I pronounce it, it could be, I could be mistaken, but it's essentially dreaming before you're dreaming, like I'm, a, I'm completely awake, but I'm like just starting to drift into that sleep state, but I'm still awake, and I'm starting to see dreams and interact with dreams, a lot of times it's like a, kind of like lucid dreaming too in that state where I'm... You know, I, I'm I'm dreaming, but I'm in complete control of the dream. I'm the one constructing the dream. So uh, there's a lot of I have a lot of uh, you know there's a lot, there's a lot of leeway, a lot of things I can do within the context of the dream. So I ha- I have that. I don't really I never get like get a bunch of ideas or anything like that right before I go to sleep. Otherwise, I just never probably never sleep. Because as soon as, as soon as I usually get as soon as I get an idea, I usually to start acting on it in some way or, or other. I mean that's my that's my general method. I mean, generally not all that you know, generally not all that successfully. But I at least I at least try and act on on ideas when I think they're good ones. You know, I'll I'll put something in put something in motion to uh, you know to see if I can follow it through to fruition. Yeah, on that note, what do you got going on today? What's your what's your whole deal? Well, I don't know. You know, it's it's actually it's a very nice day here in uh, Little Columbus, Ohio, and uh, I feel like I kind of feel like a prisoner that's been set free because it's been rainy for you know it's still the the, the quote unquote lockdown is now just suggested. You don't have to stay in your house anymore. It was it was in force. Now it's now it's suggested you can leave but it's like it's like somebody who's been in solitary confinement for a while i mean i'm not equating my i'm not equating my experience to a to somebody who's been in prison obviously that's far worse but i have been confined to the house and then even if i wanted to take a walk for the last seven or eight days it's rained every single day straight uh very hard so it's like you know just not really any opportunity to, to leave the house even for just a short walk or anything like that. So I feel like I have this strange feeling like I could leave the house, but I'm I'm in that mindset now, the mind the mindset of someone who's captive and I I don't really know what to yeah and and I don't know now that I can leave the house, I don't know what to do with myself. I am going to uh um I've pretty much just been staying in and working on writing lately and working out working out different collaborations and that sort of thing. That's that's primarily what I've been doing. I was thinking about going to the... Uh, there's a place uh, pretty close to Columbus, about two hours away from Columbus. It's called the Temple of Tolerance. And uh, it's, this, 
this guy just put a bunch of really oh god damn it somebody starts up their god damn <laughs> oh man is that the lawnmower oh you know it is <laughs> god damn it <laughs> it would have been so appropriate oh, if that uh, was last week oh god yeah no i don't want to get i i once i got on that subject last week i couldn't get off of it for like two days so i don't want to get myself all riled up i'm gonna stop talking about it but god damn it guy just fires up anyway uh yeah there's this really unusual um it's uh i mean the when you say a temple of tolerance it sounds like some kind of stupid new age hippie shit but it's it really it is it isn't that it's uh, this outsider artist uh, in a in a uh, town I was like I can't even say the name of the, the town it has like 13 K's in it but it's also top um, secret so you're not allowed to say the name of the town <laughs> yeah that's right yeah um, so it's yeah he built this really unusual art installation with a I'm not even really fair to call it that I'm not sure what to call it but he calls it the Temple of Tolerance it's got all kinds of really unusual thing like historical things in it and it's built in a really I went once years ago during a tour I didn't get to spend very much time because it was we were just passing through and had to get to the show so I would I'm thinking about driving up there today and and taking a peek at it because it's uh, I, I love those I love those really bizarre uh roadside attractions that that i really uh, what i really um uh i i I usually end up really sympathizing with the person that that makes them because it's usually just some some lone weirdo that that put you know some some freak some absolute freak that puts all of their daily life in pours it all into this one over uh, all-encompassing vision that they have and I, I that's when i see somebody when i see that somebody else has done that i always am you know i always can relate to them and it fuels what i do too you know when i see somebody else doing it and having done it for you know that temple tolerance has been there for like has been he's been building on it for like 40 plus years so that i uh, that the dedication to that to to a Dedication to a personal vision is something that we really um, we lack in a really wholesale way in our in our society in our civilization. You know, most people are just get very quickly discouraged when they do something that is unpopular or seem a strange seems strange seems strange excuse me seems bizarre. They get discouraged and then they they'll stop doing it and just kind of you know. Let the let the river take them away and take them downstream, and they, you know. Uh, but I, so I always I really admire these un, like un, any kind of long term uh, art project that's based on personal vision and who's rooted fundamentally in perseverance, because that's really. That's what it takes to create anything in this world of any kind of lasting value is perseverance. No, you know, nothing, nothing of any, of any intrinsic value ever happens suddenly. You know, you might get an idea suddenly, but then to live out that idea takes the rest of your life. You might get the best idea of your entire life. You might be going fishing in that 
fishing in that uh, that deep the deep black waters of the unconscious and, and pull up pull up an incredible uh, an, an incredible idea but without commitment to it and perseverance that idea doesn't really mean shit you know I think I think every human being on this planet has some kind of some meaningful way in which they're meant to live in the world but it takes uh, perseverance and steadfastness and uh, ability to be able to uh, do something that is un- that people don't understand or don't like <laughs> and that's very that's a very, that's a very tough um, that's a that's a that's a tough burden to bear. I think that everybody has that ability within them. I don't think that that's I, I don't think that's distinct to just particular people, or that it is uh, you know that that it it only presents itself as an opportunity to a, a certain type of person. I think that every every person has that, but then. You know, yeah, to, to to carry it through is uh, is a horse of a different color, and I and I I sometimes I don't I feel like I am tired of doing it. So it's it's helpful to uh, see somebody else that has done it for such a long time and is still pouring into it. You know, with with their whatever with whatever. Uh, whatever ability they're capable of at the time, you know, our, abil- our abilities to do things wax and wane. Sometimes there's creatively, anyway, they wax and wane. Sometimes you're able to do quite a lot, and then sometimes you're able to do just a little bit. Maybe just put a couple of in this, you know, just put put a couple of of uh, rocks in place here at a, in a certain place in the shrine or the temple or something like that. Well, that's it that's still keeping at it anyway i'm really just rambling rambling away about this temple that's what i'm i'm thinking about driving up there that's i'll put it that way i'm thinking about making a little picnic for myself and maybe going maybe driving up there and checking that place out really spending some time there and uh you can meet the owner or the guy not the owner but the guy that uh made it uh if you call ahead he'll he'll come out and and talk with you so i'd really like to i'd like to get to know this guy and i have a wrote out a series of questions yesterday uh, I was trapped in the house I, I, I uh, wrote out a series of questions for him if I were to meet him so I'm gonna do kind of like an interview I guess with him if I can yeah he's up that's pretty good I'll come out so, and meet folks even if you don't like what he's up to you gotta tip your hat to him for doing all that yeah that's right uh, it's yeah, you know, everything isn't for everybody, I guess, you know. <laughs> like, there's so there are so many things. There are things that I see that people are doing that I know in, somewhere in my mind have really, have have a lot of value, but I can't really get into it. You know, it does, doesn't really have a, have any kind of meaning for me, but because, just because it doesn't have meaning for me, I can still see it's, that it has worth, like, it has worth. And there's been a lot of, uh, there's been a tremendous amount of energy and creativity that's gone into it. In fact, most things, <laughs> I'd say most things are like that. Most things I'm not all that interested in. And, you know, like 
in in the in the realm of art the most things I'm not all that really I'm not all that interested in but I can appreciate it from the amount of dedication and perseverance and tremendous amount of creative energy that's gone into it that I can I can always appreciate something along those lines even if it whatever whatever has been created doesn't really have any kind of meaning for me I hear you How's it is uh is it is it relaxing there? Are you are you all still uh what's the uh what's the what's the situation where you're at? Uh yeah, I mean it's kind of the same old pile of horse shit really. <laughs> Nothing to really uh, <laughs> yeah. reveal on that on that front unfortunately, but just gotta keep on <laughs> trucking. That's right. What else can you do in this situation, you know? It's the, I think like the only, the thing that really like strikes me is the only thing I can do is enjoy it. I, it's like I I have this <laughs> this kind of sadistic idea in my mind of where I I am trying to force myself to enjoy it. <laughs> I'm not really I'm not being I'm not successful at all. But I'm just like in my mind I'm I'm or you know when I'm writing something like I write little notes to myself all the time and I'll write little things like myself trying to convince myself that I enjoy it <laughs> remember you enjoy <laughs> it's, it's, this yeah you know it's like oh, I'll find little reasons why like well you know it's nice to be able to sit in your bed and your underwear all day and that's the only thing you have to do that's pretty nice you know there's no other you have no other expectations of you right now but do that that's not too bad of a gig or you know I uh I've almost finished all of uh, Norman Mailer's The Executioner Song, which is a very long book. It's like a 1,400-page book. And I finished up the majority of that, and I, I wouldn't normally be doing that this time of year. I'd be out traveling all the time. So I, I do try to find little things about it that I that I do enjoy, but I also am, like, I, in the same vein, I'm sadistically trying to force myself to <laughs> to enjoy it because it's the, the, uh, the converse idea is insane. You know, if I if I'm just if I were to just be stuck in this situation, constantly be saying to myself, "I hate this, I hate this, I hate this," that's like the most absurd way of really thinking that you, you can possibly get up to. You know, to be absolutely stuck in a situation and then to constantly remind yourself of how terrible it is. It's one of the most the stupidest things a person can really do. I do it all the time. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I do it all the time too. Because I do that constantly. <laughs> I'm constantly getting up to that. So I, this, I'm like taking this time to kind of uh, review that way of thinking that I that I do and kind and and try to amend it a little bit. Sometimes it's, it's I, sometimes it's really good to be irritated with what with what you got presented to you. If you have if you have an opportunity to change it at all, a, a, a nice level of irritation is really excellent because it motivates you to actually change it. If I get really irritated about something. Well, that's a that's a really good earmarker that I'm going to do something about it. But there's just nothing you can do in this situation. There's sometimes nothing for it at all. There's yeah. Sometimes it, all you can do is be irritated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's definitely an option. But yeah, I, I could get really irritated. I definitely am and have been getting very irritated. But I'm trying my best to to not get irritated, and that's uh, that usually makes me really irritated. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if suppressing it really helps. Like, it's not so much of a decision to be irritated as it is just a natural occurrence. 
Not that I'm any kind of professional on the subject, other than having felt that way about various topics for many years. And I, I have no doubt that will continue into the future as well. I think I, a lot of people kind of take me as somebody who, with, if they first get to know me, is pretty calm and collected. But I'm, I'm irritated a lot of the time. I, I would say at least <laughs> half the time I'm probably irritated about something. Oh yeah, I'll drink to that. Me too. Yeah, and I, I don't, I don't, I don't dislike that thing about myself at all. No. There's one thing that I do to, like, one thing about myself that I definitely want. I mean, I, I do consider myself malleable. I've changed in a lot of ways throughout the course of my life. One, and so I, I, I know I am malleable, and so I do try to like investigate some parts. There's like just being ir- irritated about really absurd, ridiculous things. I don't really have any problem with that about myself. I can, you know, especially, especially if I, it like sometimes adds fuel to whatever I'm creating or, you know, like sometimes it's really helpful, but there are like certain situations where I'm, I'm, I find myself getting really irritated and I'm just like, well, what's the point? You know, there's like, all I'm doing is making myself miserable, usually making other people, you know, I'm trying not to, but sometimes maybe making other people around me miserable. And if there's a way that I can find to, to get, get away from that, because it just make, makes me not not creative and makes me, you know, not really want to be around other people, not really want to be around myself. <laughs> so I would, you know, I'll try to, that's kind of like what I, I don't mind being irritated because I think most of my irritation is pretty, pretty comical. Uh, but you just don't want too much of a good thing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, and, and this situation is just so absurd to be irritated about it because there's there's just nothing. To, there's nothing. It's like it's like my friend was telling me about where he was working on his car, and he got up from working on his car and he, he conked his head, and uh, then he just started punching his car. Like after he conked his head, he started <laughs> punching his car, punched a bunch of dents, dents into his car. <laughs> Well, I can definitely relate to that feeling wanting to do that. Yep. that is. But it's like, what's the point? It's like, not only do I get hurt once, I get hurt three times in that situation. I get hurt, hurt first just the very stupid way of like knocking my own goddamn head off. And then I end up hurting, almost breaking my hand in that situation. And then on top of it all, I hurt my car, which is what I need to get around. So it's like I try to... I'm trying to limit that in my life. You know, like that's that's like a perfect example it of, is. It really of is. the type of irritation I really want to get away from. And then like you got to spend all this like, time fixing your car after you beat it up and stuff. <laughs> after you beat your goddamn car up, <laughs> then your hand your hand's going to be hurting for two weeks on top of it all, bashing your car in. It's just like those kind of stupid goddamn things that I get up to. I mean, I've never done that, but I can under I can I've done that in a in a metaphorical way so many times in my life. Like I wake up, you know, I haven't done that physically, but I've done that metaphorically so many times in my life where I just want to. I definitely want to minimize that. Of like, just put that behind me and say, well, that's something. If I can change that about myself, I'm going to try. If I can't, then well, I, what what can I do? But live with it. I've got to live with it. But I think that at least that aspect is something I can change. I really, I, I, I enjoy being irritated about most things, you know, <laughs> and, and most things are just so ridiculous and absurd that they, that's the only proper response to them. But it's like, 
being irritated at a virus, you know, what's the point? So it's like being irritated at your car when you bonk your head against it. There's no, and being irritated at a response to the virus, to a virus, I really don't have any control over, you know, I can't really decide what, how people are going to respond to it. And it's like, again, it's again, like if I, if I get myself really irritated and worked up about that, that's just me punching my car, you know, it's just me, there's no, just, there's no, no reason to it. So no more punch in the yeah, metaphorical car. That's the rule. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, and I, I'm sure I'll, I'm sure I'll break that rule often enough, you know, probably five times a day. But if I can cut it down from 10 times a day to five times a day, I'd be pretty, pretty happy. If I can cut it down from five times a day to, I could be, I could live with two times a day punching the metaphorical car. <laughs> I think that's going to be a turn of <laughs> like, phrase here on the show pretty soon. <laughs> what have you been doing all day? Punching the metaphorical car. <laughs> what do you what do you what do you expect? I've been punching the metaphorical car. Jackass, <laughs> what about you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, pal, oh, I think man. we better wrap it up on that note cuz we're we're getting close to the 23 minute mark and I think that might be a record for us. Oh. Yeah, shit. I okay, yeah, that that would be great. Time time flies when you're when shooting the breeze here all right yeah it's been, been good talking to you buddy right. yeah we won't we won't beat that punch in the metaphorical car thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, well we'll get up to some more of that next week i actually got that too many pills song that you sent over coming up next and then a whole set of other uh songs about failing in show business as well so oh man i cannot wait to tune into that that's that's a treat all right buddy i'll i'm gonna i'm gonna i'll hop off here and pop that on immediately okie dokie all right pal i'll talk to you later be seeing you all right be seeing ya bye Listen to them ring He was doing no so good With his music and his songs Till one night he took a pill And from there he went wrong Nightclubs he played all the time And partied every night a different song, a different woman Beneath those shining lights A pain inside was burning strong From all those many thrills Too many girls, too many parties And too many pills Too many pills to keep them a-going the chill His insides are burning from too many pills Tonight in the hospital 
other side of town Lies this country musician Who really got around His friends have all left him Still a party every night They don't really miss him Beneath those neon lights his band is out there a plan He's sick as he can be The women, the pills, the whiskey All haunt his memory He turns and he tumbles In a room that he just fills His insides are fading from too many too many pills, that's what the doctor said When early this morning he pronounced him dead Beware you musicians of all those many thrills Too many girls, too many Parties and too many pills I said too many girls Too many parties and too many pills When I was young, left my home and went away to Vegas With my guitar and my dreams, I had to try to play and sing in Vegas But my mama told me I was wrong And she begged me Stay at home But my will was strong And I had to make it big In Vegas They'll put my name up in lights Where I'm playing I turn them on in Vegas Well, I've played every honky-tonk and smoky bar in Vegas And I guess that I don't have what it takes for Las Vegas But my dreams still linger on Though my faith is almost gone But my will is strong And I gotta make it big In Vegas They'll put my name up in lights Where I'm playing 
I've heard enough country music coming out of your joint to last me a lifetime. Now, pipe down. It's the music of angels, sir. Don't you dare talk about country music. You're taking it to a whole other level with that shit. You need to just cut it out. You scut it out. Played my share in the honky-tonk I've done my time on the road And radio shows on the air I guess I played about everywhere But there's one more thing I'd like to do Before they write my final page Please let me do just one little tune on the Grand Ole Opry stage. I gave my life to country music, never gave well the fame. I wrote songs, recorded a few, but no one remembers my name. I hope it's not too So dirt in his face To do just one little song On the Grand Ole Opry stage I gave my life to country music Never gave wealth or fame I wrote songs, recorded a few But no one remembers my name I hope it's not too much to ask you Before I'm broken down with age Please let me do just one little tune On the Grand old Opry stage Please let me do just one little tune On the Grand old Opry
Look like I'm having fun while I'm eyeing up the waitress at the bar. I am sad with whiskey. On a break, I drink whiskey while the band's out smoking some in the car. I never meant to be here before, but here I am. I'm turning 44. stood on the street, said, pardon me, mister, now don't get me wrong, I don't want your money, though heaven knows I could use it, but you see, this is my home, and you see the other bar down the street, well, that's my home, too, I noticed you staring at me a while ago, you recognized me, didn't you, I said, yeah, Joe, I know who you are, you was one time a real famous singing star, one of my favorites. He said, well, I guess you heard they took my babies away from me. I said, yeah, Joe, I, I read about it in the papers. Then he turned his head away and I saw the tears fall into place. And he turned to me and said, you know, mister, this is the only place in the world that I'm not ashamed to show my face. But I'm going to quit. Yes, sir, I'm going to quit. And I'm going to shave and comb my hair and get me a clean white shirt. Then I'm going to walk up to her door. When she answers, I'm going to stand up real proud and tall. Then I'm going to get on my knees. And I'll say, sweetheart, if you'll take me back, I'll spend the rest of my life making up to you for what I've done. I'm so ashamed of myself, and this I want you to know. Then I'm going to take my two little babies and I'm going to hold them so close to me. I ain't going to never let them go. I guess I should have told him then that she'd already remarried again. 
But after hearing what he'd said to me, why, there wasn't no way I could add to his misery. So I said, good luck, my best to you. Skid Row Joe Yeah It's the end of our You'll Never Make It in Show Business Part 2, Country Edition, set. And yeah, we we just heard Porter Wagner, Skid Row Joe, Confessions of a Broken Man is the album that's from. But out in 1966 by RCA Victor, then there was Tommy Hunter with Here at 40. I can only find the one rip of that online. So somebody had done a little too much noise reduction on it and doesn't sound the greatest. I don't even think the source material sounds that great because it's from 1982 and that's when you're getting into iffy territory country music wise. So I, I played it mostly just because it fit into the theme. I don't, I don't think it'll be a recurring song on this program by any stretch. But yeah, it still thematically works. Uh, then there was Jim York and the Jordanaires with Grand Ole Opry Stage put out in 1968 by Harvester. And yeah, that Tommy Hunter song uh, was put out by Moonshine Records in 82. Then there was Marshall Burns, big-time gospel singer, from a single as well, put out by the uh, label with the very rustic-sounding name of Woodsmoke Records. We also heard... Buck Owens and the Buckaroos, Big in Vegas, from a 1970 single put out by Capitol. And to start, Erky Blue and the Blue Cowboys, A Cautionary Tale. Too Many Pills was the name of the song, and that also came out in 1970 as a single through Tonka Records. So yeah, we got, I don't know. 45 minutes to go and a little over 20 minutes worth of music here. I think Zach and I probably yammered a little too long, but oh well. That's what you get. So we'll start with Spart Maggie, or Spart Maggie, I guess. And it's uh, something from their 2015 self-released album. The name of the song is, help me out here please... Which means in Swedish Say yes to selfishness And here it is
Baluba Shake by Brunetta E. A. Soe Balubas, which I'm probably not pronouncing correctly, but nothing new about that. Okay, what else we got? We heard New Shoe. Actually, I, I should mention that came out in 1966 through the Ri-Fi or Riffy label. I don't know, whatever it's called as a single. Uh, then there was, yeah, New Shoe with this song. Thank you, help me. Qu'est-ce que t'as fait que t'as pas fait? What did you do that you didn't do? What would I do without you, Google Translate? And then that comes from uh, the album they put out last year, which is called... Sex étranger. All right. So then there was Hot Garbage before that with Dome from Coco's Paradise, which they also put out last year. Then Sylvina with Risqué from a self-titled LP that was put out in 1971 by the Odeon Records label in Brazil. We heard Jim Tonic before that, Illegal Corpse from Good Job, which they put out in 2019 through Transistor 66 and to start Spart Maji with a song from their album. Or Mix Before Dance. There you go. So I think I'm going to go take a nap. I'm feeling kind of tired and I don't know why. Again, it's a gray, rainy old day out. So yeah, it's been a long week. What better day to take a nap than on a Saturday after your radio show? So thanks to you for sticking with me through the whole thing. I'll be back again next week. And who knows what that show will have in store. Post this replay pretty soon. Thanks to Zach for joining. Thanks to anybody who uh, checks out the recording. And yeah, I think that pretty well does it. I'm going to play two more songs to bring us to the end. Uh, This is coming up immediately next. Immediately next is Sixa and Konstantini Yusenko Vilki Ostruvo from their collaborative soundtrack to Kasper Hauser put out by Antana Kruschku earlier this year and then to end it will be Jackie with White Horses the theme song from the English television show for children of the same name the single being put out by Phillips in 1968 so I think that'll do it see ya later
look after yourself as they always say because no one else will let us get the fuck out of here be seeing you and you